Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Today's episode is titled, What If the Journey is the Goal? And I dive deep and explain how I had a coaching session this week that really put this into perspective with me. And I explain why I have two sides and how to balance the masculine and feminine sides within myself to really focus on that journey and be present with the process rather than staying fixated on the end goals. This was a coaching session that brought new insights and awarenesses to me, and I'm sure it will resonate with everybody else. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to the show. I hope everyone's doing amazing today, having a great day or evening. And I'm about midway through January when I'm recording this. Again, it's about a month or so ahead of when the episodes actually get released. But I just want to say that by the time this is released, I will have my website live. And you can check it out at joelmahe.ca. And I'll also have an email where you can connect or ask any questions or anything that's on your mind, whether it's a podcast-related question or anything, you can connect with me there. And that email is coaching at joelmahe.ca. So I'd love to connect with anyone who's listening. Um, as, As I mentioned, this is really my passion and I'm just so fascinated by all of it. So I'd love for you to check out the website and connect with me if you'd like on on email. But as we're about midway through January, I reflected on my first week into January. And I'll just give a little background of that week. And of course, it was a new year and Jess and I set our intentions and our goals and we have some pretty hefty goals and some some big visions and we set our clear intentions. And I almost felt a little sense of overwhelm with all of this. And as the weekday started back to work, I absolutely just packed my calendar with things to do. I I said, shit, man, I got a business I want to create. I got I got real estate goals. We got we got so we got relationship stuff to work through. There's so much shit to do here. And I just absolutely filled my calendar and put my head down and went to work. But in doing so, that caused a lot of turbulence. And luckily, I actually got coached by one of my peer partners that took the same schooling that I did. We still offer peer coaching once a week where I'll get coached once week, uh, one week and she'll get coached the other week. And it's really helpful, uh, helps us practice our, our skill of being a coach. And it's also great getting coached. And after reflecting on that week, I definitely thought I needed some coaching or to get coached on uh, how I showed up and how I want to start this business and show up in my life during the startup phase. Because after that first week, I just felt so overwhelmed and I just literally completely ignored everything in my life except for the to-do list and it really didn't benefit my relationship it didn't benefit the energy that was in the house between Jess and I you know I just filled every day and she even tried to bring awareness to me but I was so focused on just doing these to-dos because I had we just made all our goals for the year and I needed to get started I just felt this big uh, need that I needed to go or else you know it's going to be a slippery slope from there 
So it's not always beneficial just to check things off the to-do list. So in today's episode, I want to explain and go over what I talked about during my coaching session, kind of insights, awareness, and action steps I came up with, because I think it's going to benefit a lot of people because there's going to be a lot of places that are going to resonate, hopefully with everyone listening, not necessarily the exact same uh, vision or the exact same ideas or the exact same thing that you might be trying to do, but the concepts are probably going to be very relatable. So just a backstory and what I kind of started to unpack in the coaching session. And again, the coaching isn't the coach telling me what to do. It's me opening up. It's me going deeper. It's me finding the insights and awarenesses to innate, to come up with action steps so I can keep going, so I can improve my situation. So during the coaching session, I explored the that I have two dominant sides to me. And it's awareness that helps me to tame the side that's not serving me. And I really wasn't utilizing awareness this first week in January. You know, I, I, I had the awareness of how I was showing up. I knew how it was affecting my at-home life. I knew I wasn't feeling good. I was just getting things done but I didn't act upon that awareness. So the, the awareness is key, but there's always the actions and I wasn't putting the actions behind it. So I needed to do a bit of self-exploration in which I did during this coaching session. And I realized that I had two, I have two sides to me. And the one side is driven. I have drive. I'm determined. I'm focused. I more so focused on goals you know I can really get tunnel visioned and really zoom in and just get consumed by goals I I have hustle I, I implement a no bs no excuse mentality I'm pretty hardcore in that manner I'm resilient I'm committed a very masculine built um, set of traits here and I built this over the years as we can build our identity so I built this up, you, most of it for protective layers to um, present and sh showcase myself as a masculine man. I, I built all these barriers up, which actually served me in many cases. But in a lot of cases, such as the emotional realms and relationships, it doesn't serve me so much. And when I stay in this side of me, when I stay in this very masculine portion uh, I begin to see recurring problems, that, especially the ones that I've had in the past, like grumpy, closed off. I can be more mean. I can be more rude. I cannot be present. I, I'll be present to the goals, but not present to life around me, not present to others around me. And also working in the trades and going to the gym and all these things, these are very masculine. <laughs> it really brings out that masculine portion of me. So I really need to focus on bringing out the other side in which I explored is more so my true nature. What is innate, innately built within me? What was in me as a child? That's how I was born. And these, char these characteristics are still within me, but I completely masked them my whole life. And when I get into these go, 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 drive, 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 get the goal mentality, I completely shut off this side, which is a bit more feminine side, which is essential to incorporate balance in our life. And this is the side that I completely shut off my whole life. And that's why there were such drastic problems in my relationship at the start of our relationship, because I couldn't access any of these. I hid them all. But these are my, tr this is more aligned with my true nature. I feel more aligned, centered, balanced, happier 
lighter, more playful. I, I laugh more. I can listen on a deeper level to see other people's perspectives. I'm not just consumed with me and getting things done. And this side is caring, empathetic, sensitive, loving, genuine, kind. And this all lives behind all those layers I built up. So a lot more feminine. And that's not to say that the other side is bad or this side is bad or one is good and the other. It's just important that I need to implement both of them at certain times to have that necessary balance to improve in a holistic manner and move forward and progress in a holistic way. Not just achieving goals, not just checking things off the box and sacrificing relationships, emotions and burying everything. And not only just sitting in that more so, you know, lighter mood and everything's good because then I won't get things done and I still like getting things done. So it's really about finding that balance point and when to utilize the masculine and when to access the feminine. And I've also come to realize the sense of accomplishment that comes from attaining goals is very short lived. And we should not ruin or put the parts of our life that are good and awesome in jeopardy, completely potentially ruining the process, not enjoying that process just to get the end goal. And back to the coaching session. For me, I, I want to start this business, this coaching business very organically and authentically, but also portraying the, hey, let's get shit done side. So really mixing both my sides. I think that's the strong suit in my uniqueness in which I'm going to be able to help the most people and hopefully resonate with where they're at. And I'm someone, I, I do love achieving goals. I love putting my head down. I love working. I love no excuses, no BS, that hardcore mentality. But when we only sit in that, we're going to sacrifice so much in our life. And we see this over and over and over again with millionaires and billionaires. And they just completely ruin their lives, their relationships, their families on the way to what they believe is true success. But true success for me anyways, is incorporating it all utilizing the balance, accessing the feminine and the masculine, improving relationships, health, you know, the full spectrum of life, tapping into our innate, true nature, what's behind all the layers we built up. Yes, we can create the identity and become who we want to be, but let's not forget about who we truly are beneath all the those protective layers as well. And again, I can probably plow through... <laughs> And use those masculine qualities. I know will get me there faster. But at what cost? What relationships am I going to ruin? How's my health going to be? You know, I just that just this first week, I completely ignored my workouts. And I never do that. I, I still got in my 200 push-ups a day because that's the deal I made. If I don't work out, if I don't lift weights, I do 200 push-ups a day. But I felt how that impacted me. I saw the negative consequences of not going, not working out. And, and already in that week, imagine if that would have compounded. Imagine if I would have kept going. What else would that have done to my health, my mood, my mental health, my fun, my energy, everything? You know, it's a slippery slope when we only get consumed into one personality trait, that one side of ourselves. And a side note, I know sometimes we need to get the momentum train started and we need like if, if we're not moving and we need to implement new habits, like that's going to take more energy, more effort, more focus. Yes, sometimes in our life, we are going to have to put more focus on that and that's going to take more extra effort, but we shouldn't try to stay in that startup mode for too long. 
So luckily, I got coached on this literally the Monday after that week. And and Jess and I had these conversations. And I am so thankful for our relationship and the depths we go and we don't leave any rock unturned. We speak about everything. We speak of anything on our mind that might be bothering us. We don't just let it manifest and come out in, in jabs and, and not be discussed. And then we have to guess what's wrong with the other person. We're just up front and we let it out. And she said, Joel, you were not, you were not present in our relationship this week. Look at your calendar. I said, I said, holy shit, I know, I know, like, this is just, I felt overwhelmed, I felt like I needed to get things going, we, you know, we hashed it out, we talked it out, and I had the awareness now, and I, I knew that's what I wanted to get coached on, on that Monday coming up, and in my coaching session, I wanted to, what my goal for the session was, is I wanted to come up with a motto for how I will handle starting this business, and my life during this process and during the startup process. It's something new. I need to get that momentum train rolling, but how do I show up with balance? How do I incorporate the, the feminine and the masculine and get this full holistic balance in motion here? And the motto that I came up with was the journey is the goal. So that was a deep, profound uh, statement that I came up with because that really puts my focus on the journey rather than just I need to get here and I need to do all these things but it's like no 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 no. the goal is the journey everything needs to be getting focus and attention during this process not just not just creating the business not just checking off all my goals and all the to-dos but incorporating the holistic balance so some key points and words to help me with that balance that I came up with were trust, belief, and faith, and patience. So I have to trust in the process. I have to have trust, belief, and faith in myself that this will unfold, that all my efforts will pay off because I see what I'm doing and I see all my inputs and I see all my efforts and I have to have the belief that these are going to pay off instead of getting so worked up on, oh my gosh, I don't have this tangible result yet and I've put in all this effort. No, 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 no. That's okay. That's okay. Just focus on the process and have belief that things will unfold. That's a leap. That's a leap of faith. There's a big, there's a big trust barrier that, that is included in that process. And I really need to lean on that, lean on the belief within myself that I, hey, I've done things in the past. I've proven to myself that I follow through on my word, that I've accomplished things. So let's just focus and give in and surrender to that belief, that trust, that faith and have patience. This doesn't need to happen overnight. This doesn't need to happen just like that. If the journey is the goal, well, just enjoy the journey. It doesn't matter if you even get to that exact end goal. But enjoy that journey, enjoy the process and focus on that. And the action steps that correlate with those keywords are I need to focus on my inputs, not the outputs. Because when I focus on the outputs and what I've done, I fall into the comparison trap and I only get consumed with what other people have done. And I look at how far they might be ahead of me and I start comparing and that pulls me away from my journey, pulls me away from my creativity. 
and it's again a slippery slope to go on so i need to only control my inputs what i'm putting in my energy my focus my efforts and what is important and congruent to my values my belief system and my foundation i need to action steps are incorporating my workouts my regular workouts because clearly i saw a lack I saw how that affected me. That just put me into that grind mode. And I, I, I noticeably see when I work out and have a good workout and the endorphins are going and I feel amazing during that workout and I'm proving to myself, hey, you can do it. It helps with my self-belief, my confidence. Every time I'm going through a tough workout, I'm reaffirming to myself, Joel, you can do this. You are capable of doing this. You will get there. And I just feel so accomplished. I feel like I can do it. And I feel like I don't need to plow through all this work. It, it links me into that trust, belief, and patience when I work out because I say, no, no, you're going to do it, man. You're going to do it. And it just really grounds and centers me when I have a tough workout. Be and it also activates that mind-body connection. When we're moving our, our body, when we're getting that motion, now all of a sudden our brain, our thoughts, our creativity, our mindset is now in motion. It's not dormant. When we wake our body up, we wake our mind up. There is a mind-body connection, and it's so important to work out. And linked to that note, luckily my nutrition was on, on point that week and everything else and sleep, but that is also, like, it's all in a holistically connected way. It's all entangled. It's not just work harder to get things done. It's like we need to treat our bodies so so kind and so and, and put focus and treat them well in order for our minds to work well. So my mind wasn't even working at full capacity. I was just plowing through when really if I had movement, if I had you know, if I was connecting in relationships, that all affects our our mind. And and for me, it really helps with my belief and self-confidence. And then the big one, which wasn't so obvious, which again is why coaching is so important because it allows us to go to those deeper levels of awareness and insights that we don't normally, where we don't allow ourselves to normally go on an everyday basis, is I realized and came to the awareness that the more I listen to podcasts and books, I, I sometimes overload myself. And, and so, for instance, for this week, every spare second I had, I was listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, trying to consume as much content as I can with good intentions to learn and so I can serve and so I can teach. But, you know, I wasn't at a place to receive that information is what I came up with. And I'm just squeezing in every, every second. But my energy levels were not at a place where I was at, where I was capable of digesting and taking in this information. You know, I, th I think to, to, to get the most out of a podcast or to get the most out of content, just like if we're in school, it takes energy, it takes effort to learn, to digest. And especially with podcasts, with, with listening to people's opinions and listening to their insights, it's like, okay, well, how do I... How do I implement this and how does that work in my life? You know, that takes a lot of work. You're going to a deeper level more than, more than you averagely do. It's so much easier just to stay stay stagnant and, and take the easy road and not inc not learn and not implement and not try to change things. It's easier. It takes less energy and it takes way more energy and focus to do this in our lives. So I was already overloaded with all my tasks, my full-time job, trying to get this business, all these goals I'm focusing on, everything, you know, trying to <laughs> not have, not even having time to fit in workouts. And meanwhile, I'm, I'm trying to absolutely consume myself with content. Well, of course, I'm not going to digest that. And that's putting a heavy layer 
heavy curtain on me of just this weight, this weighted blanket of, oh man, I, you know, I got so much to do. How am I going to incorporate this? How am I going to, how am I going to put that insight into my life? And it also triggered some, um, feelings of making me feel less significant comparing myself to what these other people might have already done or what these people's grandiose lives are. And then now, now subconsciously it's putting me in a comparison trap. I'm looking like, and, and after I listen to this, I get home and I'm just drained. I'm drained because I'm trying to figure out how this content relates to me. I'm trying to feel like I'm not doing enough and who this is just really heavy. And this can really weigh on you. Learning can weigh on us. So I needed to, and I need to move forward by monitoring my energy. Hey, I'm, am I at a place to digest this content? Am I at a place to listen to a podcast? Yeah, I am. Or no, you know, I'm feeling really low and I think this is going to have a worse impact on me. So what I came up with is my action step is to, usually I, w- I listen to podcasts driving from site to site or driving home from work or just listening in my spare time. So what I came up with is just listen to nothing. When I'm not feeling that I'm capable or my energies are at a proper level where I can listen to this to digest it properly, I am going to sit in silence, sit with my thoughts, almost like a meditative state, but concentrate on my thoughts to not let them wander in too far of a negative direction. Because usually if we just listen to nothing, our brain, our monkey brain will just go aimlessly everywhere and and more often than not focus on negative thoughts. So in almost a meditative manner, have put focus on my thoughts to not let them spiral in a negative way and put my thoughts on hey how do i need to show up today how am i going to incorporate balance what am i going to you know and also be creative what ideas do i need to focus on for my podcast for my business for coaching whatever it may be for my relationship and just really look inward instead of just listening to other people's opinions listening to other people's content so yes podcasts and books and audiobooks are amazing but sometimes we might not be in a place or a state of mind to properly digest and take that all in. So that was a big insight for me. So that was kind of my work, my action steps and some key points based to my new motto, which the journey is the goal. So why should the journey be the goal? And this is not to say don't try to attain goals because that's more fun. And that makes the journey more interesting, exciting, and new. And I love like they're fun. It's that that, that gives me goals. Also, give me purpose and meaning. It, it, you know, we're we're meant to do things. We're meant to grow. Think about a plant. All its life is its its purpose is to grow. Starts as a seed, grows into a beautiful flower. That's like us. Why why just stay the seed? Why just stay in the dirt? Let's grow. Let's evolve. Let's see what we can blossom into. So that's exciting. That's interesting. And that's new. So I'm not saying don't focus on goals. But what I am focusing on and bringing my awareness on is these key points. And this was just to really, again, back why the journey uh, should be the goal. And that's all we have is right now. So I tend to get caught up in trying to attain the things that I don't have, as probably many of us do. My focus tends to slide into uh, and, and really get fixated on, oh, I don't have this. So I need to put more attention, more focus on this. But, you know, all we have is right now. And we should really focus 
on the good that we have. And, and Jess is amazing at this. And I'm so glad because Jess really balances me out and, and helps me incorporate this into my life. But she's like, hey, like, let's focus on our life. Let's focus on our relationship. Let's focus on our happiness. And when we show up, when we get home from work, let's enjoy those small moments. You know, stop being so fixated on what you don't have. That will come with the process. So all we have is right now. Happiness and our moods can be altered and changed in a moment. So this was another focus that I had because my past limiting belief was that I'm someone who doesn't just snap out of it. I don't just change my moods. And this was a belief. And I kept telling myself this my whole life. So of course I'll never be able to exit a grumpy or not desirable mood right away because I've told myself, I've reaffirmed this belief over and over and over again for 30 years of my life. So of course I don't snap out of moods. (laughs) You know, so I'm working at deconstructing that, deconstructing that voice in my head that wants to tell me this, hey, you have to stay in this bitter mood for a long time because you don't snap out of moods quickly. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a shitty belief to have. And it is possible. I've done it. I've flipped the switch. I've turned the other way and it's possible. So leaning on that new belief so that I don't stay in this potentially masculine side of me when it's not serving me. Okay, it's time to flip to that feminine and let's let's shorten that refractory refractory period of changing from masculine to feminine and incorporating that balance. That doesn't need to take a lot of time. That can happen in a moment. Uh, Another one for me was, if the journey isn't fun and doesn't serve us, then why would we jeopardize what is currently great in our lives? So that's, that's again, just reaffirming what I said in the all we have is right now, but also redefining what fun is. So previously, my fun um, in life was more so partying, you know, just going to the extremes, just extracting every moment when I when I was on the weekends with my friends, just absolutely getting blackout drunk, staying up late, loud music, playing video games, whatever it may be. That was fun for me at that time. So I've redefined what fun was. And if it's if you if if your journey and what you're trying to accomplish isn't fun, then it's not worth it. But making podcasts, being creative, doing research, writing notes. Uh, learning when I'm in the right mind frame for it, it is fun to me. I truly enjoy it. I'm curious. I, it's exciting. You know, it, it brings meaning. It brings purpose. And that's fun. I have a new definition of what fun is at this stage in my life. And that's possible for all of us to redefine. If your fun is only drinking or um, doing drugs or Whatever it may be, whatever buffering action we're doing where it distracts us from what we're trying to accomplish, you know, we can, we can redefine what fun is for us. Uh, the biggest goal leading the way in my journey is to live a holistically healthy and balanced life now. So we can keep evolving, keep growing along the way, turning into that flower. The end goals will still come, but they shouldn't be the main focus. And have intentions and clarity on the direction we want to go. But if that's all you focus on, it will consume you. And I've experienced this firsthand. And if I don't have the awareness or if I don't act on the awareness, because I'm I'm pretty self-aware, but a lot of the times it's more difficult to act on that awareness. That's why awareness is always the step, the first step. But it's, it's changing our habits, changing our routines, 
that enable us to act on that awareness. So all this was just reaffirming myself. These were points that I came up with in my coaching session. And the big one for Jess and I, our, our main big work in which we're both focusing on is the keyword balance. And balance to us means give to the other what they need, their desires, their needs, in order to get the support that I need, that the other person needs. And I can't do this. Personally, I can't do this unless I'm present in the journey, unless I'm present in day-to-day life, not just consumed with the goals, with the to-do list. And it's a paradox because if I only focus on the end goal, what it appears I want, what I'm trying to get, what I don't have, I'll get there. But none of none of my innate needs will be met and neither will the needs of my loved ones either. So th- that was just a main overview of what my coaching session was, some action steps I came up with. And I'm happy to say that this week, which was after that, I had the coaching session on Monday, and this past week was so much better. I left a complete day open where Jess and I hung out. Yesterday night we hung out. I wasn't so fixated on my to-do list, and I just kind of dropped that pressure that I had on this all needs to happen right now. And I still got shit done. I worked out a lot more. I'm just feeling a lot better. I'm happier. I'm in a lighter mood. And like I said, everything is getting still getting done and still getting checked off the the list because my i'm focusing on my my motto the journey is the goal and the journey needs to be the goal and balance should be the focus and that means something different for all of us so this is just my insights i hope it brought some value to you Um, I hope it can resonate with you in some manner, but just remember, there's probably two sides beneath all of us. There's that side we built up along our whole life. For me, it was that very masculine shield, um, telling myself that I needed to show up as a man, I needed to have no BS, this drive, this determination, focus, hustle, all these things which serve me, but I need to remember, and probably all of us need to remember, to break down those walls at some point and tap into the other, whether it's fat, feminine or masculine trait of ourselves for me is to access that lighter more playful happier more genuine aligned centered balanced empathetic kind loving man and when we can balance both of those we will surrender our average life thank you so much for listening everybody i hope you have an amazing day take care